Welcome to Your Yoga Life, a podcast about supporting you and your business with the self-care method of yoga. Each week, we explore the ways that yoga makes you feel more confident and successful as you build, grow, and scale your business. Now let's get started with your host, Vivian Wolf. <laughs> That's me. Today, we are talking about uh, being more consistent in your business and how yoga can help you with that. And I'm going to go ahead and get started talking about this. Um, last week, so there's a few different things I want to talk about with this. Um, last week, we talked about how yoga gives you, uh, eliminates distractions. And building on that, when you eliminate distractions, you obviously can feel more consistent because uh, you feel more successful, which makes you want to do the thing again, so you will be more consistent. Um, and in that specifically, I want to talk about monotasking. Monotasking is a relatively new concept for me. Uh, I, I have always been a multitasker. I've always been one of those people that when I watch TV, I also want to knit or uh, I also want to color in my coloring book and uh, or whenever it's dark in the room and I'm watching, I have a very strong urge to scroll through my social media while I'm watching a movie or a TV show. And there have been many times I've had to stop and go back because I don't know what's going on anymore. My husband will ask me a question about what's happening and I have no idea, which just proves that that multitasking doesn't really work. But when I, when I worked in the corporate world, uh, it was pretty much uh, expected to be working on multiple projects at one time. You are trying to get a hold of one patient to reschedule their appointment at the same time you are dealing with the patient in front of you, while at the same time you're trying to order supplies, all of that stuff. This is the, the type of world that I worked in since the age of like 16, all the way up until just um, about two years ago is when I, when I quit quit and went full time as a yoga teacher. And even as a yoga teacher, even um, building an online business, it's really tempting to be monitoring your emails and your your Facebook, your Facebook Messenger, and stuff like that. Especially if you've sent out messages, while you're also trying to write your your next blog post, or while you're trying to plan out your next webinar, or things like that. And what happens is is that you get distracted, and it takes quite a bit of time to come back to the project. So it takes a lot longer to get it done. And then you feel exhausted afterwards because it took you five hours to write a blog post as opposed to the 30 minutes that you had scheduled. Does this sound familiar? Has anybody else been through this? It happened to me all the time. Uh, but if you monotask instead, if you commit to doing one thing at a time, it will only take you 30 minutes to write that blog post and then you can get back to answering any uh, any emails or messages that you may have gotten since, since before you started your blog post. Uh, another thing that this creates is a sense of discipline. Whenever you, whenever you make the commitment to do one thing at a time, putting your entire focus in one aspect at a time, then you are 
building a sense of discipline within your mind and really within your body to to do the one thing until it's finished and then move on to the next thing you will feel if you do this you feel more successful and whenever you feel more successful you're more likely to repeat the the task in that way you're more likely to, to repeat the procedure in which you went through so when do you once you build that discipline, you can move on to the next thing. Building discipline, building um, this sense of focus gives you more confidence in yourself. And so doing the harder tasks like getting on the phone with potential clients or doing live broadcasts such as this or um, doing interviews for, with other people or uh, uh, applying to be a guest a guest blogger for another really big famous person that you admire those things become easier because you have that discipline and that focus that you're just doing what you feel like you are confident enough to do and um, the third thing I want to talk about is this whole idea of uh, setting boundaries and letting go of stuff so setting boundaries um, when I first heard this concept, I had no idea what that meant. I was like, I'm already an introvert. I don't really deal with people anyway. I got no problem saying no. Except that I found that uh, when, I, when I did quit my corporate job and I was teaching yoga full time and I was I mean, in this little town, I found that uh, I would meet people and they would want to take yoga from me. They want to take classes with me. But the times that I already had established classes wouldn't work for them. In fact, this happened not too long ago. Um, I met a woman uh, my very first night I was here. I met a woman who was really great and uh, like a whole group of women. We had a really fun time the very first night I moved to this town. And we became friends on Facebook and I see them occasionally throughout town and they were really excited about me teaching yoga then, but none of them have ever come to any of my classes. I ran into one of them at the post office just this week and uh, she was like, yeah, I want a morning class, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, I have a morning class. And she was like, great, send me your info. And so when I did, she, uh, she sent me back a message that said, actually, what I want is an afternoon class. Can you do an afternoon class? And I was like, and my first thought was, well, if she brings like two other people, then it might be worth it to. And then I realized that would totally mess up my whole day. The whole reason why I have morning yoga classes is so that I can focus on my private clients and on my uh, on building my business, being able to offer uh, the podcast, being able to offer the five minute yoga break. Those types of things I have to be able to focus on. Um, the whole distribution of them, the editing, all of that stuff. I do all of that stuff in the afternoon. And so if I add a yoga class to that time, it's going to really break up my ability to focus and monotask on those things. And so I just, uh, I, I grabbed a hold of my confidence. I decided to set a boundary and I sent her a message back that said, um, well, here are the times that I already have classes there in the morning and then I have a couple in the evening. Um, if those don't work, let me know and I'd be happy to set up a private session with you. And so I'm waiting to hear back on that. Updates as they come. But this whole idea that you have to set boundaries for yourself, not only in how you deal with clients, deal with students, deal with potential clients and students, but also in how 
you deal with your day, how you deal with the tasks that you have to do, how you deal with um, what you what your expectations are, not only of yourself, but of others. And so learning to let go of the things that really you don't need to do. Like, for example, uh, I used to think that I had to write a blog post every week. I'm a terrible writer um, and I'm okay with that. I mean, that's just the way it is. I prefer to do things like this and uh, and share and share my thoughts as they come to me. And when I write, I immediately, I can't just free write, I have to go into like this editing mode as I write. And so it becomes a very stressful process for me. And then whenever I actually read it back, it doesn't feel like it's me at all. Never figured out how that whole reading, uh, writing like you actually sound, never figured that out. Don't know that I care. And so, uh, but I had this in my head that I needed to write a blog post because I'm an online entrepreneur. I teach yoga online and I need to have constant, uh, I need to have constant content coming out so that Google will rate me, blah, 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 blah. Right. Because that's what we hear and this is what we're told. But, uh, I kept putting it off and it became once every two weeks and then it became, um, once a month. And then I would go a couple of months without writing because it stressed me out so much. And then I just decided that I didn't need to do it. I don't need to do it. I can do this instead. And so that is one of those things that, uh, that you just learn to let go of You learn to let go of the things that you don't want to do. If you own your own business, if you are running your empire or whatever you, however you want to call it, you're, you're your own CEO, then you get to decide how you want this business to go for you. And it's great to get advice from people, but learn to let go of the things that don't serve you. In, uh, in that, I just want to say that yoga can help with all of these things. Of course, that's why we're talking, right? Um, because I'm going to tell you how yoga helps you be more consistent in your business. So first of all, let's go back to the idea of monotasking yoga, yoga forces you to monotask. When you get on your mat, whether you're following along with a video or whether you're doing uh, your own sequence, you can only do one pose at a time. And so you can't, you, you can't try to do multiple poses at once. It just doesn't work. You can do, uh, poses that work on multiple aspects uh, like multi-jointed movements or you can do a yoga pose that not only stretches the legs but also strengthens the arms or something like that but you really can't do more than one pose at a time and in fact in most of those poses if you start to think about anything else the pose is going to falter you're going to start to feel less confident in the pose for example, if you're doing tree pose and you start thinking about your grocery list, you're going to fall out of the pose. It's just one of those things that happens. So yoga uh, trains you to monotask, to focus on one thing at a time. And in that, it also trains you to be more disciplined about how you focus. So it trains you to bring focus to one thing at a time, connecting it with breath, and then moving on to the next one and then totally releasing the one before. So for example, in yoga, whenever you're doing like sun salutations, you start in mountain pose. Whenever you go from mountain pose to forward fold, you're not thinking about how your mountain pose went. 
you're just thinking about how you're in your forward fold. And it's the same thing in business. It starts to bleed over into your business. Once you get done doing a live broadcast or once you get done recording your podcast, you turn it off. You can think about, I mean, in the editing mode, obviously, you're thinking about how this went and how you can uh, clean it up and things like that. But really, you can't go back and think to yourself, oh, I don't know if I like this, uh, and him and haw about whether or not you should release it or whether or not you should hold on to it or whether or not, you know, any of those things that go through your brain whenever you're doing things like that. You just move on to the next thing. That's the discipline. You can't hold on to what you've already done. You have to move forward. Does that make sense? Is that crazy? I don't know. Maybe I just went off on a weird tangent. Anyway, whenever you practice yoga, moving on to the next thing, whenever you practice yoga, you become stronger and more flexible. So in your body, you build strength, but that strength moves into your mind. So you become stronger and more flexible in your mind, which gives you more confidence. Whenever you know that you can stand in tree pose, that you can balance on one foot, then the whole idea of being in front of a camera during a live stream or during or being in front of a microphone doing a podcast is a lot less daunting because this is not nearly as hard as balancing on one foot, right? Okay, maybe that, again, maybe that's just me. Maybe that's my confidence coming through because I practice yoga. <laughs> anyway, so um, when you practice yoga, you definitely learn to establish boundaries. You find that edge of, that edge between comfort and challenge. And in yoga, when you find that place, you ride it, you dance along that place because you don't, in yoga, you, you don't want to be too comfortable except unless you're doing restorative yoga, but you also don't want to be too challenged because then you're going to injure yourself. So you want to come into that place that's right in between where you're uh, creating better energy for yourself. You're making yourself stronger and more flexible, but you're doing it in a way that is safe and secure for you. And that also, again, bleeds into your business where maybe it is challenging and scary to create a video course for your coaching business. But as you build that confidence and as you, you know, uh, start to create that discipline, you find that it is easier to do the video course, do, you know, to get in front of the camera, to write the script, to do the audio, whatever it is to create the meditation that you want to create to start that group coaching, uh, offering that you want to do whatever it is. And then if it doesn't work, if for some reason you do launch, yoga helps you learn to let it go, that not to take it so personally, not to, uh, not to give up or give in. You just let it go and pull that discipline and that confidence and start again. So really the conclusion is if you practice yoga regularly, you're going to feel more consistent in your business, more consistent in your life. I mean, this can be translated even to uh, washing your face regularly. If you get on your mat, you, on your yoga mat on a regular basis, even if you're just breathing on your yoga mat and then you make a commitment, every time I get on my yoga mat, afterwards I wash my face. Try it, see what happens. It works every time. So all of that will help you be more consistent in your business if you are more consistent in your yoga.
I think I'm going to end it here. Until next time, I hope you have a marvelous day. I hope you feel consistent in your business, in your yoga practice, and in your life. And thank you so much for listening, and namaste. Thanks for listening to Your Yoga Life. Be sure to subscribe to get weekly shows delivered to you on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. For tips and guidance on improving life and business with yoga, join the free Facebook group called, you guessed it, Your Yoga Life. You can find the link in the show notes. And until next time, namaste.